0: Area 52, the Crestview Elementary School UFO Incident On the morning of the 6th of April 1967, 4th grade student, Jonathan, while standing on his schoolyard during access, would notice a strange object hovering over the schoolyard in North Dade County, Miami, Florida. The object was quite away in distance, but still, close enough to see in detail, is a round disc-shaped craft which appeared to spin in air, calmly controlled. It was the end of the morning recess and most of the other children were already inside. full afraid, teacher, Mr. Robert Ap- Apfel, was busy calling the odd strangler in and, and to their next lesson, one of which was now in fraud Jonathan. As Apfel walked over to the young boy, Jonathan turned to him, asked him, while pointing the skies upwards. What is that? Both teachers and could see the metallic craft overhead. We neither knew what it was, and all the other children in the school. There were only two witnesses remaining. As they both looked up, upwards, the object vanished in a sudden white flash. Suddenly, there was a mo- standing there for a moment with Javis Fox, Eiffel, fell. Jonathan's side. Though there were several military bases and airports in the vicinity. It was an aerial craft. Whether they had seen before, not all sure what they'd been. They'd seen, neither expected to see such a sight again. The next day, however, this mysterious craft would return. On the following day, on the seventh of April, Jonathan Long, with the rest of the grade, sat in their class waiting for the start of the lesson, while Miss Abfell would begin. However, the children noticed three strange objects hovering in the sky outside. One of them was the same craft as Jonathan witnessed his previous day. This time, though, it was two other cigar-shaped objects that were much closer to the school. Then all three objects vanished all- once again. Two children, including Jonathan, rushed outside to get a closer look. As they ran outside, the circular object returned. They were joined by other students, who noticed noticed they had apparently other and worldly visitors. In all, it estimated anywhere between 100 Two hundred people witnessed the strange crafts. Some of the elementary students, although several teachers were among them. The growing mass of students pressed against the fence at the edge of the school perimeters. They were discs and only a few yards away from the witnesses. Then it began to move and they would shoot forward in the trees which overlooked the schoolyard. However, instead of crashing into them and sending the damaging branches in the air to the ground, it simply vanished. As if an unseen portal or gateway swallowed it, the children started in disbelief. They would let out a collected grass when the object returned in a flash. Once again, it was—if it appeared—out of the trees. Again, there was no damage to speak of. And after several more seconds, the object vanishes from sight in another flash of light. An official report was made, but to Atmephon. Many children state remembering a military presence in school the afternoon of the second sighting. Three of the teachers were apparently interviewed privately. My son spoke with the children themselves. The official result of this military presence was that three low-bearing, hovering helicopters, mysterious objects, However, more furthermore, children must have seen. Must have must been spoken. What they claim was the seen. Not surprisingly. These present that morning reject the notion that they saw it was a low of rumour of a raft. On the 21st of March, back in the United States of Michigan at Hillsdale College, a student from reported a large disk in the sky over the campus. Around 100 students witnessed the glowing object. They move over the campus hovering over nearby swampland, before shooting directly to upwards. This a, a event occurred just over a year later, on the 10th of July 1967, the time of a school on the Isle of Wight, UK. Two students at Whippendale Primary School were walking along the schoolyard at just about before 9pm. Each noticed a strange ash falling on them from above. As they looked up, up, upwards, you see a large cloud, like but very solid Milky weight this shaped craft. The object remained visible to most of the day, while eventually moving away calmly. A twisted encounter when the boy's parents informed police of the sighting, they would discover a crop circle in the field underneath where it hovered. It's within privacy of Scotland, having higher than normal amount of UFO sightings for its size. Here is one of the encounters that happened in the Scotland Schoolyard. This happened at a primary school in Greenwich in 1948. A nine-year-old Linda, as they and her friends as they walked, a sudden buzzing noise confronted them. He looked out and saw a swarm of flying saucers filled the sky. Each craft was low and would probably swoop and lower. Each saucer contained a single occupant, though neither could see any details of the person inside. A strange craft would suddenly disappear and two d- girls have run home. An incident the summer nineteen fifty two was very similar. Joan Trollis and her friend are making their way home from Elder Park Primary School in Glasgow. At four PM the s- sun was high in the sky and there was plenty of light. However, before the two young girls had left their school schoolyard, before Everywhere suddenly went dark. Jane turned to look up above and behind her, hovering over the school for a large youth, was a large UFO. She later described as looking for like a sombrero. But Jane soon stood in at the teacher. Janet emerged from inside the building and also witnessed the cosmic vehicle. Then the shining craft began to rotate faster and faster, an uncontrollable whistling with sound pierced its air before the edge. That the craft shot, shot directly upwards in an instant. The following day, this local newspaper reports several similar incident sightings. Another Glasgow school, the summer of 1978, at St. Mark's Primary School, as several students played in the schoolyard, a large silver who glistened in the sun, hovered above them. One student described the object as two Fredaria hats joined together. As the children watched in amazement, the silver craft train advantage for sight unfortunately in this instance no teachers witness the incident you've been listening to area 52 the crestville view elementary school ufo incident and more school incidents so this should be really called area 52, the school UFO reports. Tell that's what it's going to be called. Area 52. You may know about it, but I'm going to read it anyway. The Rendlesham Forest Incident. Woodbridge, England. December 26th, December 28th, 1980. Rensford Forest is a large woodland park in Suffolk. England. In- in England, owned by the Forestry Commission, with rec- recreation facilities for walkers, cyclists, x- 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 and campers. On December 26, 1980, around 2 a.m., Airman First Class John Burroughs was on a security patrol at Woodbridge Air Base, his partner, when he saw an odd light come from the Reddlesham uh, Forest. He separates Woodbridge from Brentwaters, another air base, and men went back to call their Superior from a nearby post. They were still able to see the light. Almost simultaneously, another security pole arrived and confirmed the lights. Barrows and the second team were sent off base to investigate about their weapons because they were leaving American jurisdiction. As the nervous men walked into the forest, they could tell that the animals were very upset received a radio transmission. a contact was made with Heathrow Tower in London, and an object had been seen over Woodbridge Air Base. They disappeared. Men soon arrived at the object, which was a bunch of blue striving lights. They moved up through the trees into the sky. Everything felt slow and strange to the men until the object vanished. For once more than two hours, the men played an eerie game of cat and mouse with a mysterious object. At times it would get closer to the horizon and closer to them, then fly away. Events of that December night set of in motion, a chain reaction. will eventually resulted in the best documented sighting in American military history. Although the government has no comment on the incident, several witnesses agreed to an interview to tell what happened that night. Five hours after the sighting, John reported to his first post commander about the strange lights. The commander said they should try to locate any physical evidence. When they arrived, they found impressions on the ground, burn marks in the trees, and other odd evidence. John and a police officer went to the area and showed him the physical evidence that was there. However, the officer dismissed the ground impressions as the burrowing forest animals. Investigating the circles measured an equal distance apart made a perfect equilibrium triangle. Early next morning, Colonel Charles Hart I arrived at Woodbridge Security Headquarters, and he was about. you told about UFO sightings. He was very skeptical at first, but as he began to investigate, he was surprised at how authentic the sightings were, and still cannot explain them. The same night, some lights were spotted, and the floodlights were ordered to set up in the woods. At nine thirty p.m., Colonel Hart received word for floodlights malfunctioning and other strange things. Base security was immediately dispatched to put more floodlights out. Colonel Hart had a, professional, had a professional photographer come with him to take pictures and try to debunk. But when he arrived, several types of military equipment were factory, including floodlights. Hart and his men went into the woods, armed with a tape recorder and other equipment. Sergeant Robert Ball, one of Hart's team members, located a site where they believed a UFO had landed. They got an instrument to go do readings in the trees, and one of them noticed a red glowing object about a few hundred metres away. It began zigzagging around the pine trees and went, winking at them. Then it moved away. The men followed it. They, f- they found a farmhouse so that appeared to be glowing as it was on fire. As the red object began moving towards the house, it broke up fire five white balls and disappeared. men began going to walk towards the coast he looked up to the north and saw three objects in the sky began moving in strange patterns the men believed that the objects were trying to communicate a them. sergeant ball believed it looked like a search grid grid search beams of light were shooting out from the objects and several equal base reported the lights john burrows woke up when it was happening and he saw several blue transparent lights in the sky one dived towards them, went through a truck and then went back into the sky. At virtually the same moment Colonel Hart and his men noticed an object in the sky was coming towards them at <coughs> a tremendous rate of speed. A beam of light came down with the feet of them. Then the light disappeared and Colonel Hart went from sceptic to believer. The next day Colonel Hart played his tape to his boss. He agreed with him and told him to write an in- incident revolt. His boss then went to the sent a report and tape to a staff meeting. and everyone was confused and nobody knew what to do. Colonel Hart's memo was sent to British military authorities, who did not act on it. in 1983 a private citizen used the Freedom of Information Act to release the Hart's memo. Many were not convinced. Some believed that UFO sightings were really just a meteor shower. People, saw, the people that saw the UFOs are convinced that it was a, not a meteor shower or a fragment of their imagination. Colonel found in 9 January of 1981 and nine months later there were more sightings near Woodbridge. In total 15 men claimed to have seen the unusual phenomenon of Brentwoods and Woodbridge during the first sentence. To this day nobody can fully explain what really happened in December 1980 in Bentham Forest. Brent Waters is an American air base based in southern England. Its 81st technical Fighter Wing, or the U.S. Air Force, works out of southwest England. Its a unique arrangement, the wing is housed on twin bases, Woodbridge and Brentwoods, the border a three miles of farmland and woods known as Reds- ham Forest.